Welcome to The Trainer's Tribe, a podcast for group fitness business owners who want a reliable business that gives them the freedom and impact they desire. My name is Kyle Wood, and I'm joined by Dale Sidebottom. We're the first people to tell you that working harder or working longer is not necessary. We've both built successful boot camps and created profitable online businesses, which has given us the lifestyles that we love. How do you build a fitness business that's both profitable and that you love working on? That's why we created this podcast. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 19 of the Trainers Tribe podcast. Today, we have got a topic that scares me a little bit because I've got... uh, absolutely none of this in my life at the moment, but how to have work-life balance. So this is a topic, you know, when you, you sort of dread things in your life. This is one that I know I wasn't looking too too forward to on the calendar, but we'll see how we go. Cole, how are you, buddy? How's your week been? Good, man. How's the week been? Yeah, good. I've been like lots of different stuff, which is good. Happy days, always yeah. pleasing. <clears throat> always pleasing. I know, I know this episode, you're pretty keen to... Uh, yeah, get stuck into and you've got a lot of show notes, which is always a bit scary for me because I don't have any. So, and I know you've got a couple of uh, tricky little questions for me, mate. But yes, yeah, so as I said, today's all about how to find work-life balance. And as I just mentioned, I'm sure other people are out there that are in the same boat as myself, you know, that are working two full-time jobs and they feel like they're constantly sort of getting nowhere. But mm-hmm. I suppose the big thing is they're still loving what they're doing, but they're sort of burning themselves out, which I know I was speaking to you about. I've been a little bit sick the last couple of weeks because I think I've finally, my body just can't hack the 15-hour days of work that I've been doing to it for the last two years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to sort of handball over to you, mate. And what's your take on, yeah, this episode and, like, work-life balance? What's it mean to you? I love the the name we chose for this, like, how to have work-life balance. <laughs> like, it's kind of, it's a bit arrogant, isn't it? It's well, like... <laughs> It's like, we're going to like tell you, yeah, you know, a topic which you go into a, I mean, that's, you go into a bookstore, you find like a hundred books on, on like this topic. Uh, It's certainly one that's been like discussed a lot. And here we are, we're going to, we're going to tell you the answers or we're going to try to. This is a topic that like, I've thought about a lot because I mean, there's a lot of like philosophy almost that comes into this. It's, I mean, it's closely associated with like, what is the meaning of life? Because, you know, usually we feel like we have one thing or the other. We've got too much time or maybe our, our days are, are not terribly, like, stressful with new things, but they're stressful just that we're repeating things a lot. And that, like, I know for me that we'll talk more about this later, but that's really draining for me, like, doing the same thing over and over again. I like new. And then on the other hand, like, yeah, working and working and uh, like actually, <laughs> I do like just work. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, in our, in our, actually, a listener told me that apparently in our, our episodes on money hangups, I described a parent as like a full time. If you're a full time parent, as in like like aren't most parents like once you're a parent, you're a full time. Like yeah. <laughs> that's kind of redundant. You always. But I was thinking that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you were saying like full time, working two full time jobs. Yeah. Um, like yeah, having. Well, having family and- a parent, yeah, having a family is like having a full-time job, having young kids. It's someone you have to put, you know, their needs ahead of your own a lot of the time. So that can definitely throw, well, they can throw a spanner in the works a lot 
which can make things feel out of out of control and out of balance. Yeah, definitely, definitely, completely agree. And obviously, they come first. So, and that's a hard thing as well. If you are running your personal training business and boot camp sort of company, how do you? If you've got a like a nine to five job, how do you prioritize what's more important? And I think it just sort of all gets mixed together, and you try and do the best of both that you currently can and i think at a stage certain people and i know i'm feeling this at the moment i just feel like i'm overwhelmed and like i'm, I'm doing both jobs i think i'm doing a, a pretty good job but i'm not on my a game as much as it could be yeah if i had a better life balance and particularly work-life balance which i don't think i do have yeah but i think you you've got i think you've got a really good work-life balance i know that you were sort of you wanted a little bit more of a challenge, so you started back up at your boot camp. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, I think for people out there, I sort of envy your where you've been able to set yourself up because you've got it pretty well set up. From my point of view, is yeah, is that how you see it? I think. I mean, it's so easy to look at like what other people have and to keep thinking you don't look. You're constantly kind of striving for the next thing rather than yeah, enjoying yeah. where you're at. And so definitely for me, like a big part of my work-life balance lately has just been enjoying what I do have, like, and really doubling down and focusing on that rather than trying to get to like the next thing. The next thing. thing, yep. And that's made it, my life, much more enjoyable. Just, just so living, on that. living in the present, yeah. not living in the future. Yeah. And I know I do this all the time, you know, that I don't actually enjoy what I'm currently doing because I'm always thinking of the next thing uh-huh. you know so you're always chasing something and you're not really enjoying all your hard work yeah so you're always chasing 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 and i think it's yeah it's really important as we said to look back and really enjoy the things that you do do and that you have created yeah yes yeah, interesting to say that yeah so you, you feel since you've started doing this living in the present like you've been a lot happier yeah yeah it's that and and gratitude so being grateful for what i have and and what and like making that a practice, especially with chasing the next thing. And like we've ri- I've written notes, but but we kind of wanted to do this more like a discussion today. But in chasing the next thing, it's not always. We often think that's the thing that's going to bring us bring us happiness or bring us balance, or you know I can then rest once I've gotten there. And it's much more about the mindset you have now. Like if you can't be happy with where you are now, then you get the next thing. It kind of like well, there's a couple of like. Uh, I'm going back and forth here because I'm like, my brain's actually thinking in two different directions at once. But with this, you know, looking at, if everyone's familiar with Owen Wilson, the actor, who, hilarious, you know, like, Wedding Crashes. I liked him as Starsky and Hutch. Like, so many, like, he's been in so much stuff. And what was it 2012, I want to say, maybe? It's like four years ago. He tried committing suicide. He's a guy who's like, worth millions of dollars seemingly like friends with some of the funniest people in the business I mean, oh yeah Zoolander like think of the stuff he's done with Ben Stiller and seemingly has this like amazing life and yet he wanted to he wanted to end it like so even in his with all of his abundance and his choice over his life because his mindset wasn't there I guess he was not able to see and appreciate the things he had so it's not a problem yeah, this is a huge part of, like, the balance stuff is the the mindset, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And, yeah, as I said, you always envy other people and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, 
you may have certain things in your life as well. You're just not looking at it the right way. Mm-hmm. And certain people might see that. And people's idea of work-life balance, like I really enjoy working and mm-hmm. I, I find it gives me energy and I'm motivated. I think I'm a better person when I'm doing these things. Mm-hmm. But then also you need to be able to sit back and enjoy that as well. And I think one of the points that I'm going to go to, you need to have an outlet or a happy place or mm-hmm. something that you do that doesn't involve work or and it can relax you or you get excited about it and things like that. And I know that I was just explaining to you that I'm playing golf again. Um, my life's been that busy and I, I've just recently, last couple of weeks, uh, I've got back into it and that's where I'm going after this episode. Yeah. I hit the ball absolutely horrendously last week <laughs> and which really frustrated me in a way, but I still enjoyed it. And I love the challenge of finding the hardest sport in the world to play. And I'm really excited about getting back into that. So for me... Personally, I think that's a really big thing that I've been able to add back into my sort of weekly routine. Yeah. You know, that Friday afternoons, 3.30 onwards, I'm going to go play nine holes of golf with a couple of mates. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure other people out there have got things like that. I know you love your video games and you, and you like to go for walks. Mm-hmm. What would you say your happy place is or the thing that you do for yourself outside of work? I think about this a little bit differently and in terms of energy and I think that can be really good like rather than thinking of work-life balance think of like energy balance so like yeah what are the things that those would be the things that like top up my tank like top up energy the happy place stuff and then like also but also knowing like what drains you what sort of takes your energy away because if you can keep your energy levels up then you can you can do more you could be quite busy and have lots of stuff on and as long as your energy levels are high I mean you can you can handle that and I think for you most of the time that's the case yeah but we've added you know like we've got the trainers tribe stuff we're in the workshops like you've added some stuff now that's probably just depleting you that yeah that yeah like I, I used to have a little bit of downtime but that's yeah. taken up now with the trainers tribe and team fit that we're getting up and running and things yeah. like that but as you said that also gives me energy and motivation yeah, because yeah. I'm really passionate about it. Uh-huh. So even though, yeah, it's taking up time that I would have had probably to myself or whatever, I still feel like I'm really driven and motivated. Yeah. So I think that's still a good balance. But what had been affected by that was obviously, yeah, I wasn't playing golf. And yeah, so I've taken that back up, which is good. Yeah, prioritizing that. Yeah, it is, yeah. So yeah, the energy things for me, we've talked before about me being an introvert. So it's like alone time, like actually time, unscheduled time alone. So not just like working, but like, like having nothing on really useful for me yeah walks I try and walk every day that's just for my for my health as well I feel I noticed when when I was traveling a few months ago you know we were like walking every day and I felt great and it's just a good it is a good stress oh 100% like, you know so walking intentionally uh, <laughs> video games yeah but not just video games like time with my close friends time with people who i don't feel like i have to be anyone with because i am switched on when we're doing the boot camp i try and be real and authentic but you you know to a point where you're always going to i'm not going to share like my deepest darkest secrets on the so there is like you are thinking about what you're saying and yeah yeah because this is getting recorded Uh forever you're not going to just go unscripted and that's right and like boot camp you know you're like you're on and you're up and and so being around people who you feel like you can just be at wherever you're at, like whatever energy level and thing you're at, I think it's really important. That's an energy thing for me. And then 
yeah, working on new projects. So like, yeah, when we started the trainers round, I think, you know, we both got like a really awesome boost of energy from that. Yeah, that definitely. Like carried us through for months. And so definitely starting new projects, but also being aware that that's usually going to like, like it's going to go through what Seth Godin calls the dip at some point. So you need to like be, be ready for that. I agree. And, and like, I, I think new projects are great and things like that. But for me, everyone says, yeah, you're flat out busy, you're crazy. And I know other people be able to relate to this that are in my situation with two jobs, Yeah, you know? So things that I think are really important are booking in at least one or two holidays a year. Yeah. And I try and do one over Christmas and New Year period mm-hmm. and then one in the middle of June, uh, July when it's pretty cold and dismal in mm-hmm. Australia, particularly Melbourne. And I normally try and go somewhere warm then so I can get a bit of sun, things like this. And I find by booking in those holidays that I've got something to look forward to, like I'm, I'm working towards something. Yeah. You know, I value traveling and seeing the world and stuff like that. So, for instance, last year I went to Vanuatu and Sri Lanka. Yeah. This year I went to Dubai for work, but I'm going to Japan in January, uh-huh. and then I want to go next year to Bali in the Philippines again, a bit of sun. And so these are things I'm thinking about that keeps me, I don't know, in a really good balance. You know, yeah. So I've got really good things to looking forward to, but also makes me strive hard and work hard so I can enjoy that when I'm there. Yeah. And I know yeah. you went to obviously the States and... Well, here's an interesting question. Okay. Do you feel like you have to work hard in order to take a holiday? No, I, I, I definitely don't think that. Yeah. I just like to work hard because I think it really challenges myself and mm-hmm. I like trying to get the best out of myself. It's probably like yeah. when I'm doing a workout or I'm playing a game or something, I don't like to lose. Yeah. <laughs> but I know I'm not always competitive, but uh-huh. I'll try and win because I want to push myself as hard as I can. Uh-huh. And I think that's what we're coming back to, that work-life balance. I think I've just pushed myself a little bit too hard. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I'd... I don't think I need to work hard for a holiday, but I do lock them in. So I've got something, you know, I've got something to look forward to and I know I've got a break coming up. So that's how I see it. Yeah, you tend to, to book in advance, which is, yeah, nice to have like something to work towards. Oh, that's um, great. Like it, my last few holidays have been really like last minute. <laughs> but that, so that's good as well. It's still, you're still yeah, getting yeah. away and doing yeah. something that's not your, your norm, you uh-huh. know, and people that, and I think this is a big thing in our industry, obviously with PT and boot camps and stuff that people expect you to be there all year round. Yeah. You know, oh, what do you mean you're going on holidays? Yeah, well, yeah. our clients go on holidays all the time. Yeah. So you never feel bad about taking a holiday oh, yeah. and lock it in. If you don't, I just don't see why you're working so hard, slaving away. Yeah. You know, yeah. like at the end of the day, <laughs> you've got to, I think you've got to be able to switch off. And, and I think by leaving the country or going somewhere, you're so far away from your business, yeah. you can really switch off. And the new, having a new environment as well, is so stimulating to like creativity and 100%. Stuff as well. Yeah. Because yeah, you allow yourself to be creative. Like, mm-hmm. and I know when I go on holidays, the amount of games that I come up with in my head, <laughs> like it's crazy. You're on the plane. Like when we come back from Auckland, oh, yeah, yeah. you were watching a movie. I was just tapping for four hours. Like, I was just in the zone because I like that stuff. Yeah. 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 I think that's why, yeah. Having a holiday locked in or somewhere to go, or you might have a holiday house. Yeah. I think it's really important. Yeah. Yeah. Having that, that time. Yeah. And I think, yeah, really giving yourself permission. And I think like a lot of the times we think our clients are going to care if we go on holiday, but actually they actually don't mind. And they, they actually expect it. Like if we tell them that we're taking time off, even if you're running a membership type model, 
that like they understand that you need a break and that that you need time to you know rejuvenate yourself and get yourself like yeah. re-energized and, and recharged yeah and definitely the and at the end of the day how our clients always take holidays and i yeah. think it's really refreshing that you can talk like it's a great talking point you know when you can speak to your clients about the holidays or the travel they've done uh-huh. and then you can always relate to back stuff you've done as well you know like it's a really good talking point for example four of my clients this year have gone to japan so <laughs> I've been speaking to them about obviously my trip coming up to the snow and things like that. So I use that as a really positive. Yeah, they can see that we've got similar interests and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah for me, really important to have holidays booked in. And, and I think uh, people out there, if you don't allow yourself time away from your business for an extended period of at least a week, all right, I reckon a week to 10 days is yeah. the perfect number. Mm-hmm. Any longer than two weeks, you know, then your clients may start looking elsewhere. Yeah. Um, unless you're getting someone else in or you've mm-hmm. got other trainers or things like that. But, uh, yeah, I, I like 10 days. I think that's uh, Ten days. my ideal number. I like doing little uh, three-night mini vacations okay. as well. Because yep. I used to have – because I well, still runs four weeks on, one week off. So, often in that week off because you can then go away midweek. So, it's, like, cheaper and, and we'll just go somewhere we can drive. Yeah, just yeah. Book a place, book a house or an Airbnb or something for three nights. And even just having, like – that because then you get two full days where you just like you know like playing board games with my wife or going for walks or whatever it is just like chilling out yeah that can be like a great little mini break even in, and that's something you could do like every you I mean you could do it every month if you wanted to but you could do it like every three months depending on what your commitments are and they're, they're sort of cheap little holidays you can go on yeah, yeah in yeah. between to just like that for me you were talking before about like what's a happy place for me well yeah like booking a house by the beach and just being out, like, somewhere I can walk to the water yep. and just go down and not have to do anything. But also, like, the last couple of times we've, we've booked places with Wi-Fi and I've taken my laptop and done some emails and some little bits, you know, like, maybe an hour or two. And I actually like that as well. I like still being, like, tapped in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like being able to quickly, you know, like, do something or, like, having that there while I'm feeling inspired. Uh, so I think that's okay as well. Yeah, well, but I think the big thing you mentioned is getting away. Yeah. Like, you're not actually relaxing for the whole week at home or, you know, yeah. like, you're moving out of where you, you live, you work. Yeah. That's a big thing for me. So, they're my really only notes. Normally, I rock up and I'm, I, I love having <laughs> notes. I love being organized. And that's why this episode today, yeah, it feels a little bit challenging for me because the only two things I have about a work-life balance is, obviously, you've got to enjoy what you're doing, which... I know from all the personal trainers and boot camp instructors out there that we've spoken to, they love their job and they love their clients, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But the things to get, you need to have an outlet, golf for me, or doing a really hard workout. And then I also need to have holidays booked in. So mm-hmm. that's uh, the extent of my notes today. Cole, I don't know uh, what else you've got in store. I know you've got a couple of questions or things you might want to. Yeah, yeah. I was going to, if you wanted to run some questions. Yeah, let's some go. Other stuff. Unless you want to do it right now. No, you go. It was about the word balance because I was thinking about that. And, like, we're never really, like, I don't know anyone whose life is in is in balance. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's always going one way or the other. So, I think you were talking before about being really present. And I think it's being, it's like being okay with that. It's being okay that it, it goes, it's sort of, you know, sometimes work's going to be up and then other times it's going to be down. And it's really enjoying whatever's happening like if your work's up enjoy the fact that you're creating this stuff and you're doing this work if it's down you know take the time enjoy your family enjoy 
you know, being able to like not have to get up at six o'clock in the morning or whatever, it, you know, sorry, not six, what do we get up at like quarter to five or whatever? People get up at crazy. I know people get up earlier than that. Um, <laughs> so like, yeah, just enjoying that stuff, like where you're at at that time and enjoying that kind of ebb and flow. And I'm just going to like lose all credibility right now here. Like seriously, what am I about to say? No one's going to listen to this podcast ever again. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. Well, let's say it then. Have you seen the movie Eat, Pray, Love? No. No. Oh, so I was going to be surprised yet. I didn't think you would have. So I remember this movie coming out and it being like a really big, big deal. And I just thought, you know, I had like, uh, he's got um, Julia. Uh, I might have seen it. I like chick flicks and romantic comedy. Well, that's what I thought. I thought it was just yeah, like a rom-com. I do really like those, but I don't remember movies. I think I just watch them and I don't. Like, I'm not a movie quoter or know who's in a movie. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't remember that. I geek out way too much. <laughs> you do. Um, <laughs> like, I can't, I'm, I'm totally blanking on her name right now. Anyway, she... Uh, yeah, I always thought it was a rom-com, so I, like, never never really watched it because I can sort of take or leave that type of movie. And then the... So, it's based on a book called Eat, Pray, Love, written by this woman, Elizabeth Gilbert. And the book's about... And the movie is basically about her experience over a year of traveling to Italy where she ate a lot of food. Yeah. And then she went to Bali. So that's like the prey part. And then she like falls in love. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah, That's where it gets the name from. So I heard an interview with her on Good Life Project podcast, which by the way, if you're a podcast listener, that's a really good one with Elizabeth Gilbert. And she was just talking about a new book she had coming out and just her philosophy. And she had this really cool thing about like, like, instead of, like, there's always talk about, like, following your passion, she was instead, like, just follow what makes you curious. Because, you know, a lot of times, maybe we don't know what our passion is, but if you, you can always, like, be like, oh, I'm curious about this thing, I'm curious. And we do that. Hey, we're always testing stuff with yeah. our business. Yep. So, yeah, I, en- I really enjoyed that. So, I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to watch this movie. And uh, anyway, so, there's, so I'm quoting a line out of that, which, like, she talks to this... Uh, and I've forgotten his name, this guy in Bali, and he gives her this advice. And she, he's like, sometimes to be in balance, you have to be out of balance. Like sometimes being out of balance is being in balance. And I think that's really resonated with me, especially in times when I do feel like it's going too far one way because it just helps you be more okay with, with what's happening. And I think that's really like the key to being happy is just being like more okay with what's going on around Fair you. Enough. <laughs> yeah, Because yeah. we also were talking about perfectionism and how so often to like try and create perfect balance we have uh we'll create some new like epic morning routine or this like this this we'll try and create this like perfect day and in doing that we're yeah we're actually trying to control things which is not really being in balance trying to control things is more about like i don't know i think of balance as being more like aligned and able to like kind of go with the flow more if you think of like a like a tightrope walker doesn't actually tightrope walker doesn't actually like you know like full on tense their body as they walk they're they're actually quite relaxed and that's how they keep their balance because if you were like super strict and firm like what most people do then you'll probably fall or you'll easily lose your balance and you'll tip over one way so being more relaxed and like whatever you need to do being so being more present like being yeah. more in the moment whatever you need to do to help you with that and that's often that like personal kind of work is going to help yep yeah alrighty cool so questions yeah mate fire, okay. fire I, some at I me I kind of wish we had like mentioned this at the start because because then 
uh, get people listening through this part. So basically, for those of you listening at home, I'm going to ask Dale a series of questions <laughs> that's going to help him. And I, and I invite you to to answer these in your head as you go or come back to this and, and do it. So this is something I learned from my coach, which has just, just helped me with uh, with knowing what I want. Okay. Which I think is... Because everyone's work-life balance is going to look different. And so knowing what we want is so important because unless we're clear about what we want, then we we won't ever really have work-life balance because we won't know what we're working towards. Yep. So, first question. Are you ready for this? I am. I'm uh, eager on the edge of my seat. Okay. Okay. So, what would you like? What would I like? Yeah. I'd like the first question. That's the first question. (laughs) I'd like to be healthy, happy, and have new experiences. Mm Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'll explain. Shall I explain the questions afterwards? And we'll just go through them now? Yeah, okay. if you want, mate. Okay. Yep. So what were your things? Healthy? Healthy, happy, and trying, like, having, like, new experiences. New experiences. Healthy, happy, new experiences. Okay, so what would being healthy, happy, and having new experiences do for you? It'd make, obviously, my life probably really enjoy it, you know? Like, obviously, being healthy all the time, so your energy, you feel good. Mm-hmm. It means you'd be able to get a regular workout in. Happy with being present in my life and the people around me and obviously my work and my businesses. Yeah. And then new experiences. So um, feeling challenged and so going to new places like on holidays or trying new things in work or things like that, I think all around that would, uh, yeah, I think that would make me yeah quite happy. Okay. Mm. So the happiness came up and there was like challenges. So what would being like having challenges in your life what what would that do for you oh well, i need to i find when i'm like motivated and I'm, i've got something to work towards that i'm like i've got a lot of energy and i'm really mm-hmm. driven so energy, and i yeah. like that part of that part of myself so if you don't challenge yourself regularly so if you're not engaged with what you're doing for work or you're trying to build your business or if you're just satisfied with it i think you'll plateau your energy won't be as good you won't be the the best person you can be whereas if you've got something you're working really hard towards or that you're motivated to try and conquer or get better at uh-huh. then you're always trying to be a better person i find challenges do that to me yep there's a word that's coming up for me and i'm not meant to like suggest things okay but just so that it just so we don't risk going in circles there's a word purpose kind of sum that up for you Correct. like having a purpose yeah, oh, yeah. Like, that's why like days when you don't have purpose or structure yeah you know you, you, you get a little bit tired and things like yeah, that yeah. whereas when i'm like with my pretty busy work-life balance at the moment uh-huh. or work life because not much balance there's a lot of purpose to it and i find that i can like i'm up and about i'm getting stuff done yeah yeah so I, I do need a purpose but it's also nice sometimes just to not have a purpose you know where you can have days where you don't actually have to do anything yeah but yeah but, but then your purpose for that day is not doing anything. Correct. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, yes, I, I do need purpose. And I like well, yeah. creating new purposes for myself, I suppose. Yeah. That's cool. Like, that, I, yeah, I think it always, it's always going to change what your purpose is. You also mentioned having time for friends. So what does what having time for friends do for you? So, well, it used to be through sports. I used to play, like, cricket and footy all year round. Yeah. And I'm currently not doing that just because, again, my work-life balance is 
bit full on at the moment. Yeah. But yeah, having time for friends. So if there's a party on or, for instance, on the weekend, I'm going to a 30th and a wedding engagement. So find, making sure I'm like got time to go to these things as well as like catching up. Last night I went to uh, a steak night at a local pub with a good friend from high school. Uh-huh. You know, so finding time to see different friendship groups and people that you associate yourself with. I think that's really important that you find that time to do that. Yeah, so what does that do for you? Well, I get to catch up and see people that I value pretty close to myself and, Uh you know, that I I enjoy catching up with. Uh It makes me feel good seeing my friends. Yeah. What does making you feel good do for you? Well, in context of the friend. Yeah, well, it's well, it's seeing people outside of work and things like that where you can just talk, you can be yourself, and yeah. you can sort of let your guard down and finding out things about them as well. So it's not just it's not just me being selfish and all about myself. It's about seeing how my friends are going, seeing good things they're doing or things they're struggling with in their life, or mm-hmm. you know, just being there for them because I know they would been there for me, mm-hmm. like when I've had issues. Yeah, awesome man. Hmm. That's like kind of connectedness community kind of thing. Yeah, oh, does that, definitely. Does that resonate or is it, are you saying something different? No, 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 100%. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I'm just summing them up into one word. Yeah, and then yeah that's good. The next bit. So like normally answering these questions, people just say one thing, but I like how you've covered everything. Okay, yeah. So the next question is, so in regards to, we kind of covered the different areas, like having purpose like you'd be happy you have time to like spend time with your your friends and and feel connected how will you know when you have it like yeah how will i know when i've got the right balance yeah well i probably won't feel tired like i do at the moment Uh i won't be setting alarms all the time and having strict timelines Uh at the moment it's like my life's broken up into just time slots that I've got yeah. available for certain things, which isn't good. Like, oh, for instance, last night I had a steak and a couple of beers and it was, it was called to nine and I'm like, sorry, mate, like I've got to go. <laughs> you know, like I'd like yeah. the fact that maybe I wouldn't have to go yeah. whereas I had to get home. I had to plan and like write up the session on the whiteboard, yep. you know, get ready, go to bed, you know, because the alarm goes off at five. So at the moment my life's structured with time slots. Yeah. My ideal world is that I'll still have certain time slots, but there'll be a little bit more freedom. Because uh-huh. at the moment, I don't... Even though I've made this for myself, you know, like I'm the one doing two jobs. I'm the one taking on new projects and things like that because it excites me. Mm-hmm. But hopefully in a couple of years' time, I'll be in a position where I've got a little bit more freedom and I don't have to be working as hard as I am, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah, that was really good. And so just to, like, make it like visualize it more because you've sort of got feelings and stuff there like so the next thing like who's there where are you when you have it like so what what does your environment look like and who is there anyone sharing that with you if you try and picture six or 12 months um yeah 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 so obviously my family's there you know so i'd like more time to be able to spend with my parents particularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like I don't see them that often. I speak to mum nearly every day on the phone. Yeah. But like they live two and a half hours away. Yeah. And yeah. Be, I, I very rarely get home. And when they do come down to say visit me in Melbourne, 
I'm normally busy or I've got something on. Uh-huh. So it'd be nice to free up a little bit of time there and spend it with them. And then also, yeah, like if I wanted to go and play golf at certain times or I wanted to go to the gym, I wanted to do a workout with somebody. Yeah. You know, like I could do that. Yeah. Whereas at the moment, yeah, I just don't have that freedom. And I think that's a big word for me that freedom to make a few more choices and do things for me outside of work. Uh-huh. Did so I answer your question or not really? No, that was good. Uh-huh. Like the goal is to, when you're, as you're saying that, are you feeling like you're picturing yourself doing that? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that, that, that's the main goal. It's like trying to sort of, exp- what's your future self who's living this? Like, what is it like for them? Yeah. And it does it. Like I can see myself doing that. I, uh-huh. I like the sound of that. I think mm-hmm. that's, uh, yeah, something that should be achievable in a couple of years time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. So if you have this, you have the freedom, you're like playing golf whenever you're um, seeing your family and your friends and you're working on projects that you care about. What In that scenario, what is something that you might lose that you have at the moment that you, that you value? I'd say one or both of my jobs that I currently do. Mm-hmm. So I'd say teaching and probably also running all like my own business or like as many sessions as I do. Yeah. I see myself in probably a couple of years time not teaching and probably only running maybe a handful of sessions a week and having other people running them for me. And so I can, I can actually go and attend my sessions if I want to, or, you know, and I can actually help train my trainers and provide assistance instead of just being so flat out by myself. That's the freedom that I would like. So not mm-hmm. locked in to be doing everything myself. Let go of things that I've created. And is that stuff that you you value being able to do that yourself at the moment? Oh, I, well, at the moment, and, and people will be able to relate to this, that when you're building a business and things like that, you're just not in a position to be able to have that freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, you've, you've got to put in the hard yards and the hard slog to build it up to be in a financial position where you can actually... You don't need to be running every session. Uh-huh. And yeah, like my sister has nearly finished her certificate four. So she's done a cert three and she's been running sessions for me and things like that. And it's been great having her help me out when I'm away and things like that. But yeah, I see myself in the future, maybe in the next year or so, stepping away a little bit more and not running every session myself. Mm-hmm. So that's like my ideal goal. And I still love doing the sessions and things, but I also enjoy the online businesses I have as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and I really enjoy doing that. So I just feel at the moment teaching, boot camps, personal training, trainers tribe, energetic education, breakups, my sport buddy, <laughs> you know, bottoms up fitness. I've got too many things going on yep. that I can't really enjoy doing any of them as much as I should. Whereas if I had more time and a bit more freedom, I'd actually be as passionate as I probably was when I started all of them. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's the goal. And I know that, and that's that's sort of why I'm working so hard now. So in a year and a half, two years' time, I will be able to be a lot closer to that goal than obviously what I am now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think you misheard my question a little bit, mm. but you didn't answer good. Well, I'm not sure, so that's why I'm going okay. to check. So I'll ask it again, because that might have been the stuff. So the question was, what might you lose that you value okay. if you're living that life? That now or then? That you have now. Well, so might, something that you have now that you might lose 
I'll obviously lose, like, I might lose sort of the, I don't know, the controlling aspect of yeah. everything in my life. Yeah. But also, as well, I think you need to be able to let go and because mm-hmm. when you can always get people in or other people's ideas, mm-hmm. sometimes they're better than your own. So yeah. at the moment, I've like the last year, I've been getting more and more people into my businesses and they've gone really well. Yeah. Uh, whereas before that, I was very controlling and it was, it was a very silly way of looking at it because I thought oh, I was the best at everything, which I'm definitely not. Yeah. So by slowly letting things go, some things won't be as good, but then other things will be better. Yeah. And that's just the way it is, yeah. So huh. I think I'll lose... Yeah, certain parts of the business that I love. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Cool. Thanks. That's all right. I think for you, that last one is not as big because I feel like you're already on this path. So you've already sort of come to terms with what what you might lose. Yeah. But I think for people doing this at home, that question sometimes can be really big. I know the first time I ran through this series of questions, like the thing that I would lose, for me, I thought as I grew my business as I got more successful was actually that I would lose the freedom that I had fought so hard to 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 have now yeah and that there was no way i could be successful which i don't like i don't even use that word anymore because because it was so ambiguous this idea i had of success but the idea was that that i thought i would need i'd lose all my free time i'd lose my time with my wife i'd lose all this stuff because um successful people don't have time for themselves that was the belief i had so and but i can definitely resonate with the control thing yeah yeah and i know a lot of other people are out there that you know, it's your business or your way. And like I've grown up with my dad who's ran his own business. Mum and dad run their own business mm. for years. And I see dad now, he should be retiring yeah. because he's a control freak and thinks he's the best at everything. Uh-huh. He can't get anyone in there. And I yeah. think that's really... Like he's got a very successful business. He's a very yeah. good businessman. But if he wasn't such a control freak and he had to let other people do other things, he, I reckon he... like the business wouldn't have got bigger and better and he probably wouldn't have to do as much. Yeah. And I just see that and I'm like, wow, I can see what happens. And it's very easy to get stuck in that, that it's your business, your way, you're the best. And I was like that. But yeah, once you sort of sit back and you get other people involved, you realize that other people are capable as well and (laughs) and that you're not the best at everything. Uh Yeah. Awesome. That's almost a key to balance. It's like, yeah, realizing you don't have to do everything in all aspects of your life like yep. not just your business but but uh, asking for help yeah it is asking for help and and because people will be there you know and that's why i want to be there for my friends like i was saying because you know if they're going through something i'd like them to be able to go oh dale he might be able to help me instead of oh he's too busy working like he won't have time or you know so mm-hmm. and it's the same with your business or your family or things like that like other people can come in and help you and give you a different perspective and you know in the long run make life easier for you and more probably more enjoyable and talking business wise probably really be able to help you and your business grow yeah so yeah I, that's uh that i didn't mind those questions i was probably, yeah, yeah. I was probably a little bit more nervous about yeah, yeah. than yeah, uh, not too bad yeah so what, what about you Cole? but now so, you've i've got sorry. yeah no you go but now you feel like i hope like the questions have helped you get I mean I think you're already kind of clear but help you get some clarity about what it is that you're actually like what you would like and yeah. what you're working towards well I sort of I sort of visioned it like that this is where I want to be or whatever like yeah, that yeah. but no I think those questions are great and I can see my ideal life and how I want to live it 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's don't, always want a project or always want to work or I'll need that because that motivates me and keeps me going. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just say, oh, I want to retire at 40 and, yeah. you know, do nothing, <laughs> live on a beach. Like, uh-huh. I would go crazy. And pe- yeah. for people that know me and have met me at our workshops and things like that, I've got a lot of energy. Yeah. I need to be doing things. <laughs> I can't just sit still. Uh-huh. But I'd like the freedom to choose what I do a little bit more often instead of, you know, being sort of locked down to so many commitments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about yourself? What's your ideal day or living environment or where you see yourself sort of set up in the next year or two? Mine actually is by the beach. <laughs> oh, cliche. Yeah, yeah, it's very cliche. <laughs> well, I know some people prefer the country, like yeah. they want. But yeah, mine's definitely being near the water. I feel lucky in that I've already done a lot of what I wanted. But I guess actually what I would like next is I think more about doing like, I mean, we're doing like a partnership, but also hiring people to help me with my business and yeah who are better at certain aspects of my business so that we can grow and that I can just keep working more on like the bits that I like yeah even if they're like not the sort of ten thousand dollar an hour stuff but even that's just the bits that I like yeah yeah I actually haven't done this exercise in a while which is interesting okay I'll, I'll relax into it I'm feeling like I need to give an answer straight away <laughs> but let me let me just have a think and we'll play some elevated music while we wait <laughs> yeah, I think the big thing is probably the next thing is moving coastally. Yep. And so I feel like from Melbourne. being able to like go for a walk on the beach like every day and not be a big, big deal. And yeah, using that to just create more, create even more space in my life so that I can keep being creative and that I can keep working on projects that I want to work on without too many distractions, which I just find... Melbourne is like so distraction heavy. It can be such a rat race here as well. You know, like everyone's competing. You end up, you know, instead of asking yourself what you would like, you end up just wanting what everyone else has, you know, like wanting to get the new car, wanting to buy the new house, wanting to to do, you know, the thing that the other people are doing just because they're doing it. Yeah, you, and you have you to. perceive them as, we talked a bit about social media earlier, like, you know, looking on Facebook, it looks like everyone's living these like, amazing lives but yeah. we only share the positive stuff on Facebook yeah, never send the ones where you're down in the dumps exactly. hate life it's so skewed and that's fair enough like people don't want to share that stuff publicly but yeah you can't compare your life to someone's life on Facebook because it's just not <laughs> it's not well, it's not realistic it's, yeah it's not realistic do you want me to um, have a read through the questions I'll just explain them for people who want to do this exercise at home yeah, if you really quickly good. go through them there's five questions but the second question you're going to ask yourself a few times. So the first question is, "What would you like?" I'm going to, I'll read through, and then I'll like, and then if you're going to do them, I'll get you to pause it, and then listen to the explanations after you've done it. Is going to be the better way to do it. So, first question, yeah, what would you like? Second question is, what will having that do for you? It's just a different way of asking why. When I'm doing this with you, I'm not going to ask you why, 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 because it can seem really aggressive, yeah. or like I'm questioning your answers. Yeah, like you have to defend yourself. Yep. And you're going to ask this a few times. Till you really get down to like one word answers, which is what I was looking for with you. We got a few one word answers. We got like happiness, we got purpose, we got like sort of freedom. connection, community, or oh, freedom. Yeah. yeah. So we got those like, what are those core things? Like, because we all will say why at first, like, oh, I want to hang out with my friends, but what does yeah. that really mean? Like, what's the purpose behind hanging yeah. out with friends? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I'll let you. Number three is how will you know when you have it? Number four is a series of questions. It's like, who's there? Where are you when you have it and with who? 
And question five is what might you lose that you value? So if you want to like have a listen to them or check the show notes, I'll have them written there and just like maybe run through them by yourself or maybe grab your partner or a friend and ask each other these questions. Yeah, you can sort of do it as more of a conversation instead of an aggressive yeah. why, why, why. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I think, which is good. I think you did that well and considering your recording way you're doing it, yeah. did a really good <laughs> job. And so hopefully enjoyed sort of, oh, you got a bit more. Sorry, yeah, yeah. mate. I was going to explain them. <laughs> oh, sorry, buddy. Go. <laughs> okay. So now you should have done the questions and now you can listen to the end bit. Okay. Maybe I should do this after the... So the first question, what would you like? Asking that question presupposes that you have authority over your life. And so often we can get stuck in in a mindset where we feel like we've heard all these things happening to us. You know, like as a parent, we've got like these kids. We can't, we have to do all the stuff for our kids and we can't possibly take time for ourselves. Or we've got a partner that's maybe really busy and we feel like our life's in support of theirs. Or we've got a job that we don't like that we feel like we have to keep working. And the truth is that you always have a choice. Even if the choice is to say, I'm not going to swear because nothing matters. But even the choice to say F you and to everything, like that's still a choice that you can make, right? Um, It's a choice. You could end up homeless on the street. That's a choice you have. And what we need to realize is that we always have a choice. That question, asking yourself, what would you like? While I remember it say, you're like, oh, this is a hard thing to answer. You never really thought like that. Yeah. These are the really good questions that are hard to answer that that's why we should do them. And that's why no one does them and everyone ends up living a life in service of like, stuff that they don't like then the second one i explained already what we're having that do for you is asking why yep and yeah you want to get that down to one word sort of answers usually it does come back to happiness yep love like feeling of being loved and purpose usually like the ones that yeah, the key ones. yeah. yeah. yep then how will you know when you have it the third question that gives us some clarity and specificity oh, got it hold on specificity around like what it is that we actually want and then the questions after asking like who's there and stuff like that gets you to visualize it so you get it's just getting that clarity you know we always want the more clarity you have the easier it is to take action and then the last question is really important which is what might you lose that you value which you're sort of already on the path so it wasn't a big one for you yeah but i think if you're feeling really lost at the moment and you do these questions like this is a really important question because this is the thing that like is psychologically whole this is the objection we're having psychologically to lip to having what we would like to having what we want so if you want a life with more freedom but you are like i'm gonna have to quit my job which I earn like good money maybe, you know, from earning this job. So the thing that you're going to lose is like maybe the financial security. And if you're not aware of that, you're always going to butt up against that. You're not going to, you're not going to see that. But if you can identify that, oh, I've got this belief that I can't have financial security. Well, then that gives you a place to say, well, if freedom is what I would like, but financial security is important to me, uh, maybe either I need to let go of that belief of financial security or what's the way I can have freedom and financial security? Because it doesn't mean they're mutually exclusive. Correct. But I have a belief right now that, that they are. Hmm. So, yeah, that's very the, good. Well, hopefully people uh, enjoy those. Like, like, I know I feel like already I've been thinking about this because, yeah, my life's a bit all over the shop. But, yeah, by actually going through those questions sort of gives you a bit of purpose, like mm-hmm. we just said, about why you're working and what you're working towards. Yeah. Hmm. So. Absolutely. Thanks, so, Kyle, and just looking Welcome. forward to next episode. It's probably a really good one, and it's how to start a boot camp with zero dollars. So I reckon this will 
you know, there's a lot of people out there, particularly if you're a personal trainer and you don't already run boot camps, I think it's going to be a very valuable one. And also for people that have got businesses out there, they may uh-huh. pick up little skills and tricks that's not going to cost them anything to develop further in their career and also the yeah. business they're building. Yep, absolutely. Cool. All awesome. right, guys, thanks for that. Alrighty, guys, thanks for listening. If you uh, really like our episode, you can uh, leave feedback and check out our show notes. Yeah, you can find the show notes to all our episodes at trainerstribe.com forward slash podcasts. Uh, and if you're feeling generous or you'd really like to let us know how you're feeling, you can go to iTunes and leave a really nice review for Kyle and myself. Yeah, or if you want to help us spread the word and get more trainers you know, putting some of this awesome stuff into action and helping to improve our industry, uh, just email this onto someone else or forward it or tell them about the show. We'd really appreciate it. It's really helpful. I've been uh, Dale Sidebottom. I've been Kyle Wood. 